it was great seating. It was a whole new level of concert. And um, yeah, I absolutely loved it. Hey there, and welcome back to another Peace Time podcast episode. My name is DJ Will, and there, for once in a very, very long time, there are only two topics to talk about today. Um, so, first of all, I would like to talk about uh, Jennifer Lopez. So, uh, her new album, This Is Me Now, is officially out now. Um, and there's also a Prime Video movie, which I got Prime Video, so I was able to watch it. And I've got some thoughts about it. Pretty interesting. Um, but first, before we get into all that, I have gone to the Eras Tour. Officially, I said last episode that I would be going to the Eras Tour actually the night that the the um, last podcast episode was published. I did. It was absolutely amazing. If you are on video, I'll be showing some B-roll of um, the concert of what I got um, now. Um, but yeah, so that was absolutely amazing. Um, so I'm going to talk about that. But first of all, I do just want to quickly, um, as a little side note, just want to say that I'm recording this episode on a Wednesday, not on a Thursday. So if anything happens from now until um, Saturday, I'm not going to be able to record um, and talk about it. Um, but that'll all be in next week's episode if um, it's good enough and if I want to talk about it. But um, back to the Eras tour. So I've got a couple of notes here, but the first thing I want to quickly talk about is I want to address the news about how Melbourne basically got the jackpot. So if you haven't seen, um, the boiler announcement happened. So this is like a, um, the boiler is a bonus track off her upcoming album, off Taylor's upcoming album. Um, and if you don't know that album name, it is called the tortured poets department. So basically, um, this album is coming out on April the, um, the 19th, I believe. Um, but yes, So that was an announcement as a bonus track, a song called Boiler or The Boiler. Um, I don't know where she got that name from, but it it sounds pretty interesting. Um, And also a lot of people were complaining because we got Getaway Car as a surprise song, as one of the surprise songs on the the acoustic set. Uh, But yes, that was absolutely amazing. Um, But yeah, so I honestly think being there in the flesh, being there in real life, like one little dot point I have here is... If you know the feeling, you know, like if you've been to the Eras Tour, you know that the concert is very different from Beyonce, from Harry Styles, um, from, you know, Ed Sheeran, from that those kind of concerts. It's very, very, very different. But um, like you've got them and then you've got her on a whole new level. Um, but yeah, the vibe was absolutely amazing. Um, I do just want to say I've never seen as many people in costumes as I did in that stadium. Um, but yeah, it was absolutely like there was, um, people dressed up as NFL players. There were people dressed up like in sequins. There were people dressed up in like, um, the Miss Americana costume. Like it's absolutely, it was absolutely amazing to see all those costumes. Um, but again, never seen so many costumes in so many in one place, I think. Um, but yeah, so, uh, the vibe was absolutely amazing. Lots of happy people, a lot of smiling people, a lot of people trading friendship bracelets. Um, I think, um, give me one second. I think I've got a couple of friendship bracelets. Give me one second. A few moments later. All right, I'm back. 
Um, so I do apologize. This, these next couple of minutes are going to be really irritating for people on audio. Um, just because I'm not, I'm going to try and describe them to the best of my abilities. But if you don't know, there is this trend going on with the Eras tour where someone on TikTok, I believe, um, made up this trend of, oh, we should, um, trade around a friendship bracelets. And basically from then on, that whole trend just started up and everyone just makes friendship bracelets and then trades them at the tour. So, um, I'll try and show a couple. Again, this is going to be really excruciating for some people who are on audio, but I'll try and, um, I'll try and, um, describe them to to the best of my abilities, but I'll try and get them all on camera. That looks like it's in focus. So that first one is fearless. It's got, I don't really know what these are. They're like little circle things for audio listeners. Hang on. Why is that not in focus? There you go. So yes, they're in, um, they're like little circle thing, like yellow circle things. And then they're, um, the writing spells fearless. Um, the next one I've got is lover, um, pink. A lot of these colors are pink. Um, that's only because that's sort of the main color for Taylor Swift. Again, 13 favorite number, lucky number. Pretty cool. Um, again, I think this next one you've got is daylight. I'm not too sure what that, um, that message represents. I'm, I'm not too sure, but I think some of these have like encoded, um, messages. Um, Last kiss again. I don't really know what that means, but if you follow her, you might know. Um, yeah, lover, um, blank space, and you've got like this white sort of jewelry sort of thing. And then, like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm actually, I'm gonna stop here. Wonderland. I'm gonna stop here, and because there's like a dozen more, and I don't want to be sitting here for the next five minutes describing all these bra- friendship bracelets. But can I also just quickly say, and if this makes this into the real uh, for Instagram, you'll be very lucky. But can I say a quick thanks to Claire? She was the one who actually made all of these. And I I would not have made them myself because I don't really find it very react- relaxing. I find it more like a chore. Uh, but yeah, thank you so much to her. She made all of these. So yeah, thank you again to Claire. This is absolutely amazing and I absolutely love it. Now, the next thing I want to quickly talk about, and again, this is going to be really excruciating for video listeners, because I mean, for audio listeners, because I'll have to just describe this to you guys. But they were handing these out for free. I don't know if you this is included in the in the price tag when you um, first pay for the concert. But there are these... Um, yep, that's in focus. So there were these like little LED wristbands that you could have gotten at the Errors Tour. And basically what it does, and I'll show some B-roll now at the stadium, but if every single one in the stadium has one of these, it basically turns the whole entire stadium green or it turns the whole entire stadium yellow or red or so on and so forth. And it's absolutely amazing. Um, you know, all there's not much set up, literally. All you do, I'll try and roll a uh, video now in the next couple of seconds of me unboxing it for the first time. I do apologize um, in advance for all the audio listeners, but I try and describe it to the best of my abilities. So this is, I completely forgot about this. This is the wrist brand that you get when you enter the Taylor Swift thing, completely free of charge. Um, basically how it works is um, there's like radio transmissions that that um, connect to a specific part, like a control room in the stadium, and then um, they can control them individually. Um, so yeah, I'm just gonna quickly show you guys because some of you won't be able to experience this. So give me a second. 
So you pull this tag, and I think, and I think we're good. I think, yep, I think we're good. I think we're all connected. Cool. All right. See you guys soon. Peace. But the amount, like these, like all you, as I said in the video, all you had to do was just pull the tag, and it's all just working. Like you literally, you just strap it to your wrist like that and then you're good to go and um me and my friend got one so i have two now which is pretty cool um but they don't work anymore can i just say if the company picks mob is and ends up watching this can i just say to you guys it would be really cool if these bracelets could actually like you could um keep the batteries and you could recharge the batteries and stuff because i'll show you guys for um, people on video but i tried so hard to try and get them off but there you go i think that's in focus now i tried so hard to get that there you go so i tried so hard to get those um uh, like even like with tweezers and stuff i tried so hard to get um th this little yellow bit off and um the, with the batteries inside and change them around and they just wouldn't it just wouldn't budge so can i just say that just if you're gonna make a second version of these for the next concert like for beyonce or for harry styles or whatever can i just say that would be a really good deal if you could just swap out the batteries and make them really changeable which is really really cool um but yeah, so other than that, they're really cool. They do have a recycling icon next to them, I, I will just add, which means that you can, I think you can just chuck them in the bin and they're fine because minus the batteries, all they are just plastic. Um, but yeah, so that was all really, really cool. So again, thank you so much to Claire. Thank you to the Errors Tour. They, they were free of charge. They were literally handing these little um, wristbands out, um, the little light wristbands out um, for free. It was like a bucket of them. So I'm just going to pop them all on the ground there um but yeah so i will have to move on in a second but can i just i want to round this up by saying um uh, the concert was absolutely amazing i loved it um anyone who is um real is um really um really fortunate enough to go can i just say it is a feeling that you will, like uh, that you will never have again in your life it's a great feeling um you're there with your family and friends and can i also just say you will be doing a lot of standing so please stretch i had to stand i had to sit down for like five times because my legs just bailed on me um but yeah so uh it was great seating it was a whole new level of concert and um yeah i absolutely loved it um but yeah, so that's really it for me for the Errors Tour. Um, let me know down below if I should do like a follow-up with like um, some feedback, like some questions that you guys had. Um, but yeah, so that, but um, without any further ado, the next thing I want to quickly talk about before we wrap this up is Jennifer Lopez's new album, that um, This Is Me Now, and also the movie... Um, the movie for Prime Video. So as I uh, said in the first couple of minutes of the podcast, I um, was fortunate enough to be able to buy Prime Video for a month and stream the full movie. So I do have some thoughts about that. But before I get into all of that, I would like to touch on the album itself. So the album itself is actually, it's one of those albums that you only really see within the span of a couple of years. Like, it's one of those albums, like, for example, this is one of many reasons. Um, the, um, the It's, like, got a full storyline. Like, it's based on, like, a full love story and, um, like, there's always, like, proper meaning to each song. Um, and it actually, it really puts things into perspective with the movie. Um, but with the album, like, 
the, the there's different songs and there's like the vibe changes with these different songs. So one time she could be playing the piano, next minute it could be a dancey track, next minute it she could be playing violin, all these different um, instruments. And it just, it really, it puts things into perspective as to what we've been, our society has been missing the last couple of years and what I think that some artists need to do. Because if we have albums like that every single week, our society is going to love music more than just rap music with, um, like just going back to what I've said in the past, like someone just pulling up a mic, recording some swear words and then just uploading that to a label. So... That's one of many things. Uh, but the other thing I do just want to quickly say about the album, I haven't listened to the full thing yet just because of the amount of stuff I've had to do the last couple of days. But but the last thing I want to quickly say about the album before I move on is the, the album, like, there's about 12 or 13 songs on there. That's all you really need for an album like that. Like, if you listen to it, you'll know what I'm talking about. But the the album, like, it's... 12 or 13 songs really wraps it up. Like, if you go 16 or 20 songs, it wouldn't really, um, it, like, it would just be going on a bit too much. I think there's about 12 or 13 songs on there. Let me quickly double check. Um, Apple Music, um, J-Lo, um, yep. Um, sorry, I'm just having a quick check because I want I want to be accurate on this. Um, so yeah, 13 songs. I was right. So yeah, so it's absolutely amazing. Some of the titles of the songs, like I was literally just looking at it before. Greatest Love Story Never Told. That is a great title that you never hear. It's amazing. Um, but yeah, so 12 or 13 songs is all you really need for an album like that. Um, the vibe changes throughout the album, which is amazing. Um, it's a love story, which I actually, I want to get in now, um, into now with the movie. So the movie... There's only select songs in it, so there's only a couple of songs because it there does have to be a storyline and there does need to be talking. It can't just be music all the way through. But the the album, like the movie itself, there are select songs only. It's based on a story about a hummingbird and a man. It's like something about this. I think it's like an ancient story about in like some um, some sort of religion or something but basically what it is is uh um a girl and a boy secretly um got i wanted to get married and the um the girl i think was like inside or like a princess was in some sort of palace or something anyway she forced the girl the gods um, to turn her into a hummingbird, I think it was. And it's like a hummingbird and a man. And, like, the man is, like, constantly finding the hummingbird and constantly trying to find the love. And I think that sort of relates to the actual story because it's about, like, how um, Jennifer Lopez, she um, has been, um, she just wants to get married all of the time, all of the time. And that's basically what the movie is about. But, like, it's really, really amazing. I believe if you have Prime Video, you should go and watch this. It's absolutely amazing. The last thing I want to quickly say before I wrap this up, because it is nearly been 20 minutes since the um, I started this podcast, it only goes for one hour. Normal movies go for an hour and 40 minutes. I feel like I know that they wanted to turn this into a movie, but I feel like this album... Like, it, it could have been like what Ed Sheeran done, had done, where it could have just been 
a bunch of music videos put, and you could have just sort of put them together. Um, like there was a bit of a storyline with Ed Sheeran's um, music videos because he did a music video for every single song. But yeah, I um that that's all I really had to say about that. Again, I so I totally believe if you guys have Prime Video, you should go and watch it. It is M, so there is a bit of like uh, swearing and stuff, and there is about uh, a bit about like um like. Um, drinking wine and all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, I'll let you guys be the judge of that. Um, and yeah, only time will tell in terms of how this movie goes. Um, but yeah, without any further ado, that's been it. Thank you guys so, so much for watching or listening to this podcast episode. Let me know if you have any questions by actually recording an audio, um, like recording on the website in the podcast description, and I'll try and answer them next week. Thank you guys so, so much for watching or listening. And I'll catch you guys next week. Peace.